for breakfast. 97.3 Coast FM. Starbucks is getting into the freaky food combos and is set to launch something new. Are you ready for this, Nikki? I'm ready. Are you ready for olive oil in your espresso? No, why? (laughs) Chief Exec Howard Schultz said the idea struck him when he adopted the Italian custom of taking a daily spoonful of olive oil while he was travelling in Sicily last year. He said he started adding it to his coffee and found it produced an unexpected velvety, buttery flavour that enhanced the coffee and lingers beautifully on the palate. Okay. I suppose, I guess it it's similar it to... Well, you know, the, uh, what was the butter coffee? What the keto folks did for a while there with the mm. bulletproof coffee? I suppose it's a bit like that. I, I guess. guess. So I wouldn't have thought like a buttery <laughs> flavour would come from olive oil. No. Well, I, would, I just imagine like an oily like texture in your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Obviously not. Obviously it just... Well, look, we'll see. I don't know if this has been done, you know, and this is... The, just yeah, this one man. It's, be, it's being launched in the Italian outlets too okay. in a desperate attempt for them to try and win over the tricky Italian market. <laughs> I feel like there's an easier way for Starbucks to win over the Italian market and that's maybe to make better coffee. <laughs> I mean, they're competing with the yeah. masters, you know? Yeah. I, I don't know why you'd bother. No. But anyway... We'll, we'll see if it works. And if it does, it'll right. be in a cafe near you. <laughs> you heard all this talk about them um, editing the, the rolled Dahl books to make them kind of more updated for modern yes. times? So I had a look at them, right? So they, it, in, Charlie, agree. in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Augustus Gloop is now just enormous, not enormously fat. Uh, James of the Giant Peach, the crazy glowworm is now called Silly. Uh, in the Twits... Mrs. Twit is ugly and beastly. Now she's just beastly. Uh, Matilda, mother and father, are now called parents. And in The Witches, a supernatural female posing as an ordinary woman may be working as a cashier in a supermarket or typing letters for a businessman. That was the old one. Is now a top scientist or running a business. They've changed the potential potential jobs. You can't do that. I feel like you can't do that. You know, you feel like you can't, but, like, they've been doing that to books for years. I remember Mm. with Enid Blyton books when I was a kid, because I loved those, the Magic Faraway Mm, Tree and all of those ones. Fanny is now Franny. Mm. Cousin Dick is now Cousin Rick. I mean, Dame Slap used to, like, tell, you know, she used to uh, corporal punishment style Mm. slap the kids. Now she's Dame Snap, so she just yells at the kids. So... Mm. And, I, I mean, I remember back in the day when Noddy and Biggie used to sleep in the same bed, but they went, mm. yeah, no, that's not happening anymore. Right. Uh, I don't know. Well, you know what? Yeah. I, yeah, it, the thing is, there's lots of books. I mean, apparently the uh, one of the I was reading something about, was it The Diary of a Wombat or one of those ones? That got edited in the US. No. Like, like, you couldn't think of anything more innocent than, like, yeah. some, of the, some of these books that they've changed. So, I don't know. I think it, if it means that people will actually keep reading Roald Dahl books, then, I suppose. But I mean, you know, this is the same thing as the Star Wars tweaking, you know, that George Lucas did to his movies. Like, there's the originals. As long as the originals are still out there somewhere, yeah, and you don't have to watch the one where you know Greedo shoots first, <laughs> <laughs> then everyone's going to be happy. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. Don't, I don't know what I think about it anymore. No. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, if it keep, means they keep getting red, then sure. There is that. I think some of it seems unnecessary, but I don't know. Anyway, yeah. Roald Dahl's pretty cool, though. Uh, yeah, definitely keep reading the books. That's for sure. Anything that means kids actually keep reading is yep. possibly a good thing. <laughs> Even, Just I, where do you stop, though? You know, does it go one day? Like, how far do we go? 
Yeah. That's you can't question. describe anything anymore. <laughs> yes. That person's blue. stupid. No, but. it's not. I mean, and some people are just blue and stupid, so what are you <laughs> exactly. going to do? Exactly. What am I calling? Coast FM scoreboard. That's right. Once again, sport is top of our minds, and so, of course, there's only one person to reach for. From 10 News First Perth, the sporting psych, Steve Allen. Good morning, Steve. <laughs> Good morning, Daz. Morning, Nikki. Good morning. So, uh, it's not quite the season opener just yet, though uh, Dockers and Eagles are in action this weekend. The diehards will be tuning in, well, this evening. We've got two games and there's a bit of overlap for local fans. So, for Dockers tragic, and look, you'd have to have some level of patience to get into it today. You've got to have your streaming (laughs) service to do it. Right. And it's it's more than just a game of footy. Like, your pre-season used to be, oh, let's shorten it a little bit. Now it seems to be, let's let's draw it out. So the Dockers, they'll they'll (laughs) tee off against the Crows at about 3.20 today. And they play basically seven quarters. Can't call them quarters. Seven periods against the Crows. It'll go forever. And it gives them a chance to basically play everyone who's fit on the list. Right. So they'll start with their probably strongest team and then they'll start to heap the guys out and then you get a look at, you know, the guys who'll never get a game uh, in the <laughs> AFL as oh, well. So there's something there for everyone. Um, and uh, a little bit later, I think 4.40, the West Coast Eagles in action against Port Adelaide and uh, Junior Rioli will be part of uh, yes. the power team. The Adelaide be interesting. Yes. Interesting. So for, for the diehards, very exciting day today. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, the Dockers also have a new skipper, and uh, I notice, I, unless I'm mistaken, it, it, not Andrew Brayshaw, as you were suggesting. No, it's not, <laughs> not Andrew Brayshaw. <laughs> Andrew Brayshaw was my tip, I must say. Uh, that, that did change over recent days, and uh, it was a bit I of a giveaway at the I season see. launch. They hadn't they'd done their votes, but it's got to go up to the board level to be ratified. And there was uh, only one man who was allowed to talk about the leadership on stage, and that was Alex Pierce. And lo and behold, uh, about 12 hours later, they, no, 24 hours later, they uh, confirmed him as their skipper, which is great. He's had such a journey, such great adversity, becomes the first Indigenous leader of the club full-time. Uh, just a, a great, humble character who's been through a bit and been on the list for nine years and just uh, managed... 84 games and look and, and wasn't short on his ambition yesterday saying well, we want to win a premiership and we want it now. Mm. Fair enough too. All right. That's the way you got to talk. Now, That's Ashton Agar, what a week he has had. Oh, gosh. So, I mean, yesterday I think he's been picked in the one-day squad to head back to India, <laughs> which a couple of trips to India in short succession. Like, he's just got back because he's been ditched from the test side. Um, we caught up with him at the airport. If anyone hasn't seen it, just a terrific interview in terms of Ashton talking just like like any parent would want their kid to talk, a man who's just been dealt an absolute dud hand, doesn't blame anyone, an absolute lesson in humility. If you're, if you're unsure of his journey and why, why we should feel bad for Aston Agar at the moment, let me paint a bit of a picture. The last test on Australian soil, they think, OK, we're going to India soon. 
we're going to have a look at our second switch. Let's let's get a second spinner in. So they play Ashton. It's all rained out in Sydney. It, it doesn't go his way. He bowls a handful of overs. That's it. But anyway, he's in the team. Then they go to India. Spin friendly. We'll take a couple of backups. They have a look at the first test and they go, you know what, Ashton? We just want to have a look at this other guy. Give him a debut. So Todd Murphy comes into the team alongside Nathan Light. So he had to watch on. The second test, they go, geez, we didn't play enough spinners. We've got to bring in a third spinner. In the meantime, other backup is gone, I've got to be home for the birth of my child. So I'm going home. There's only three spinners there. You're going to play three spinners. Who are you going to bring in, Nikki? Oh, Ashton Agar, for sure. No, no, we're going to fly over <laughs> Matty from Queensland. Oh, no. He's not even over here. No one's ever cried out for a debut other than the Kuhneman family. They bring him <laughs> over and he plays ahead of Ashton. Ashton's got to watch oh, on. Oh, no. What's the message there? The poor bloke's only played three games of Red Bull cricket over the last three years. Uh, and, and then the selectors go, it's not a problem, Ashton. Come on over. You'll be right. And then he gets over there and they go, you yeah, not liking this. So now he's been sent back home to play for WA, but he'll be back over to India shortly for white ball cricket. My it's all very... It's he's always a bridesmaid. He's never the goddamn bride. <laughs> he's uh, one of the great fellows of cricket. Well, And gives uh, West Aussies another reason to hate on the cricket. <laughs> And you know what? A good attitude goes a long way. Yeah. So that makes him a good egg for sure. All right. Now, uh, were there good eggs aplenty uh, <laughs> at the glory trading? What was going on? Mm. <laughs> so it, it all sounds very messy. And uh, Ruben Zadkovich is going to have uh, his second press conference in two days. He'll talk today because there's been a fight involving uh, at training earlier in the week on Tuesday. Um, Ruben's got himself into a drill. Uh, they're playing a bit of five-on-five. Five. One of the young fellas who hasn't been getting a game, it's getting a bit heated. They're going toe-to-toe. They've ended up on the ground together, as happened in sport. In the scuffle to get up, things have got messy. Arms are going everywhere. May have been some contact made oh. with a player. The allegation is there's been a bit of a blue. Things have gone a bit too far. Um, the Players Association is making inquiry. Yeah, you're going to have to read between the lines a little bit there. There's a lot of allegations. We'll see what they have to say today. Right. Um, I've got a feeling things will, will get a very sanitised version of events today, but right. we'll see what it has to say. But um, not hear... everyone happy inside the Perth Glory no. deck. Right. I hear you speaking very carefully uh, around Drama. this particular subject. And fair enough to we shall wait and see. Uh, but, yes, tricky times. <laughs> As the glory sideline reporter for games in the West, pretty happy they're away in Brisbane this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet you are. <laughs> nice. Well, thank you, as always, for a, a comprehensive look through uh, the world of sport, and we look forward to next week. Steve Allen from 10 News First Perth. Always a pleasure. Nikki and DeMello's Three Things You Need to Know. Now, a couple of things uh, happening over the weekend. Don't forget about the Rockingham Community Fun Day at Three Bears Loop Reserve on Sunday. And also uh, the Jamie's Journey fundraiser that's happening at uh, Flip Out 
Sunday Arvo. Jamie mm. needs to get treatment for his brain tumour in uh, Germany. Details on both of those at coastlive.com.au. There have been many, many, many things happening over the weekend. Mm. Uh, it's National Tartar Sauce Day. Now, whether you say tartar or tartare, uh, it is the go-to fish sauce. And given that we are in the first Friday of the Lent season, I imagine it will cop a hammering. Mm, as will beautiful sauce last night. Yeah, well, as will, I imagine, fish and chip shops particularly tonight mm-hmm. and right the way through. It just makes sense anyway. Well, bartender day today. Nice. I mean, they're very important people. Yes, they um, are. They're up there with teachers and nurses when it comes to <laughs> their importance in society. <laughs> so hats off to the bartenders out there in the mm-hmm. world. And it's also, Nikki, this Feb 24, International I Hate Coriander Day. Oh, Okay. And now either you're in, you're with us or you're against us <laughs> on this one, really. I don't mind it. I'm Do not, you? I'm not All right. passionate no, no, either no, way. No, 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 you don't need to say anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but fair enough. You, you're allowed to be wrong. All right. <laughs> <laughs> 97.3. Coast FM. Nikki and DeMello's Coast Feed. Coast Feed. Let's go. And now live from next door to Hollywood, Nikki Parkinson. Thank you. Rihanna is the first artist announced to be performing at the Oscars. Hey. Riri will perform her Oscar-nominated song from Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Lift Me Up. Lift me up. Lift me up. I need love. I need love. I need love. Epic song. There's no stopping her, is there? No. Like She's like, oh, pregnant baby number two, but I'm actually going to do more than I've ever done in the like 10 years. Super Bowl, movie soundtracks, <laughs> like, why not? Crazy. Now, the Academy Awards are on Sunday, March 12th. Right. Sam Fisher and Amy Shark have released a song together. This one is called High On You. Whenever I get low on love, I get high on you. Whenever I don't have enough, I get high on you. Their voices work so nicely together. There you go. They'll do well. Yeah. Hi on you, Sam Fisher and Amy Shark. It's out now. Paris Hilton has revealed the name of her newborn baby son. She revealed it on her podcast yesterday. We plan to name him Phoenix, a name that I decided on years ago when I was searching cities, countries and states on a map. Now, she read this out. The reason it sounded so weird is she was reading it out from a letter she'd previously written. So I think she was right. like reading it back to herself kind of thing. Okay. And she added that uh, it's the bird that flames out and then rises from the ashes to fly again. Sure. I want my son to grow up knowing that disaster and triumph go around and come around throughout our lives and that this should give us great hope for the future. So there you go. My beautiful baby boy's name is Phoenix Baron Hilton Room. Goodness. Yes. Um, so wow. Paris also said says she will name her future daughter London. So they've already decided. Oh, look at that. I always think that's strange when you name a child before seeing them. Well, Tony, uh, like, you don't know, have, like, a few names. And then that. like, And also, how do they know it's going to be a girl? Well, I think, yeah, I don't know. Probably the celebrity, you know. Oh. It's probably, like, I want a boy, then a girl. Thank you. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll pre-order them. 
I don't know. Do anything with enough money, I suppose. I think so. <laughs> and Kira Knightley and Carrie Coon will star in the true crime thriller Boston Strangler. Of course, based on the true story of the Boston Strangler murders, the film follows a print reporter, played by Knightley, who becomes the first journalist to connect the Boston Strangler murders and uh, her fellow colleague, played by Carrie Coon, uh, pursue the story at great personal risk, putting their own lives on the line in their quest to uncover the truth. The city is, for some, glamorous, stimulating, prosperous. Only recently has it become dangerous. I found something. Three women were strangled over the last two weeks. You're on the lifestyle desk. You're not covering a homicide. I think the murders are connected. What do you think you're going to find out there? When is this going to stop, Loretta? I need you to call in a favor. I need you to take down an address. If I don't call back in an hour, give it to the police. Loretta! Your safe little world is just delusion. Looks good. Very interesting. Yeah, Boston Strangler is out on Disney Plus from March 17th. Nikki and DeMello. Back Monday from 6. 97.3 Coast FM.